Wow, this is, I know you probably can't hear it, but uh, Jess, you're running late. <sighs> I'm out of breath. Normally, as soon as Just we finish the, the show, we record this part. And right. Where have you been? I went to Reef City Motors. To service your car. Yeah. <laughs> Do that on your time, mate, not mine. That is my time. It's not your time. You're still at work until one. <laughs> they gave me an <laughs> courtesy vehicle, though. What so. is, without, is it the car? Oh, no, they didn't give me a no, car. No, no, but like, to, obviously to use for the next. No. What? They had a courtesy vehicle. They've just driven me and they're going to pick me up this Oh, afternoon. so you haven't got given a car no. driver? <laughs> yeah, because it was like a single day Wait. service. So they drive you. Does that mean I've got to drive you home? Yeah. And I can't even argue because you dropped me off home yesterday. Yeah. And I picked you up yesterday. So you owe me two trips, technically. Mate, if we're going on who owes who oh! lifts, you are going to be driving for a hot year. <laughs> but look, today's show <laughs> was a very heavy focus on not trying to reach many people, hundreds of thousands of people, to reach only but one 12-year-old boy from Boyne Island. Can I read a message we got on our Facebook page? I have seen a few that have been sent through. Feel free to read them. Um, Megan said, Tim is probably the worst yet most confident singer I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and another please. Um, we also got, or I, I got slammed for giving away a bit of a Game of Thrones spoiler today. Yikes. Someone said, bloody hell, Tim. <laughs> Someone along the same vein, we're going to probably have to use the, the beep for this one. All right, I'll uh, do it. Here we go. Me, Tim. That was probably That was from favorite. my mum. That was <laughs> the worst one. Um, someone said, never play that song again on the radio, yeah. otherwise I'm turning off. So, <laughs> But did someone learn something? You'll have to listen to the show to find out. Absolutely. And that's what this show's all about. Not educating people in large numbers. One at a time, baby. One little bloke one named Jude. We also had a very special tribute to Bob Hawke today. Yeah, unfortunately, Bob Hawke passed away. Mm, and look, one of uh, Australia's greatest prime ministers, yes. you could argue. He really made some big changes in his time in yep. office. You'll um, hear it throughout the show. We highlighted it a few times because he was a very special man, one of the friendliest people you'll probably ever meet in your life. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning. How you doing? Waking up. Central Queensland's hit. Got the feeling right now. Huh? It goes like good this. morning. It is Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. As always, thanks to Reef City Motors. Eight new car brands, over 200 quality used cars. They're the best in the state. Cheaper than going down to Bris Vegas. You know that. Mate, they are just the best in all of central Queensland. Absolutely. So I'm going to get my car service there today. And you're excited because you know that you're going to get a better like, well, they always, rental. They until, give me a little loaner like, car yeah. until they've done with my car. And they always give me a Suzuki Grand Vitara. And I'm like, guys, don't tempt you me know, with my dream car. You know they have, I'm never bringing it back. They have like Mustangs, like all these beautiful, powerful cars. And you're like, no, thank you. I'll have the Grand Vitara base model, please. Yes, no, no frills. It's the orange one. I'm hoping I'm getting it again today. <laughs> well, uh, you never know. I'm sure you've got some sway there. But look, it is R&B Friday. Yes. And... It is, after 9am, R&B election. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the real election. The election that actually counts this weekend. Eh. The one you get to actually have a say in. Yeah, well, what are you talking about? Well, because you know that whoever we pick Sorry, as Prime Minister you, is not going to be Prime Minister you, in three months' time. Are you saying that the election process that we have here in the Australian government, mm. you don't get an actual say? It's all a big ruse. Yes. Conspiracy. What an R&B bomb to drop. <laughs> 
Look, um, I know that we've been... Tim Talks has been cancelled, right? Yes. Later in the show, I'm not going to do a Tim Talk. Thank God. But Tim will talk to one person. The whole idea of Tim Talks was to teach everyone around central Queensland. Yeah. I've narrowed it down to one 12-year-old boy. Well, look, yesterday you failed to impress 12-year-old Jude. Young Jude. And today... I'm not having it. It's a day for redemption. He shall be impressed the by R one thing. The R&B things. doesn't stand for rhythm today. It stands for redemption. <laughs> redemption and blues. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on because before he gets to school, he's going to learn something today. Mm. Mark my words. But coming up in a few moments' time, unfortunately, if you haven't heard the news uh, in the last few hours, former Prime Minister Bob Hawke has passed away. Arguably Australia's favourite Prime Minister of, ever. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I believe he was Labor's longest-serving Prime Minister. Uh, we're going to chat about that up next on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. If you haven't heard the news already this morning, very sad to hear that, unfortunately, former Prime Minister uh, and leader of the Labor government... Bob Hawke has passed away at the age of 89 overnight. Uh, No complications. It was a very, um, you know... Peacefully passed away at home. Um, And, look, he's left a gaping hole in the Australian political... Probably one of Australia's favourite Prime Ministers ever. He was PM from 1983 till 1991 uh, as the leader of the Labor government. Uh, he did, uh, and a lot of people don't know, he actually had a really big hand in ending apartheid in South Africa. Mm-hmm. He also uh, introduced Medicare yep. to Australia. He it's still increased there. the proportion of kids that finished high school before That's Bob Hawke. That's massive. That is absolutely huge. And he is also very commonly known to joke around that Bob Hawke loved a good drink. He oh. loved to hang out uh, with his mates, with lots of I'm pretty of sure he's the, the PM that still holds the record for the... Uh, Most the, beers on a flight. He's a superstar. Most beers on a flight. Most beers on a I flight. I was going to say the, the quickest. He Didn't he? Oh, he's got sculler. quick. He had a quick sculling ability yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> from, from everything. He's a dead set legend. Yeah. And it is awful to hear. Uh, but a lot of people celebrating the life of Bob Hawke uh, as 89 years old passing away. Now, if you weren't born in 1983 or you weren't alive before then, you probably missed out on this. But one of the funniest things a prime minister has ever said was in 1983 after Australia won the America's Cup, which was just an impossible pipe dream at the time, winning right. this yachting sailing race. He said this, and it's now an infamous quote. I tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. <laughs> that was after Australia's America's Cup win. He all- I mean, can we just go back to, like, that kind of a Prime Minister? Like, yes. so, A Prime Minister we can be proud of. I think that um, the, today and this weekend especially, Bob Hawke's absolutely going to be celebrated for his achievement in the Australian government. And uh, one of the big things that is very little known about Bob Hawke is that he was a massive person in putting in the laws that uh, have kept Antarctica from being mined and will mm-hmm. always never be mined because of people like Bob Hawke. And look, uh, just a day before his passing, he released a letter uh, endorsing the well, that, bid of Bill Shorten as well, our next Prime Minister. Well, that makes sense. And look, if you are looking into things, if you have been reading articles, it does look like Bill Shorten is probably going to be our Prime Minister by Monday. If he is anything, even half the man of Bob Hawke, I think we've got a good government on our way. Fingers crossed. So uh, sending thoughts and prayers, obviously, to the family and people of Bob Hawke. Thanks, Bobby. Get up with Tim and Jess. Coming up next, I want to talk about a direct lie. I had to tell my boyfriend last night. Great. We were hanging out, watching TV, and uh, I may have spotted a bit of a hottie on the screen. Is our commercial playing at the moment? (laughs) Will you check me out again? That's all right. (laughs)
I'm happy with it. And I was asked... We're, we're good enough friends to, that I'm comfortable with you finding me sexually attractive. <laughs> I don't. Everyone says, and you know this, that if I was a work site, I would be done real quick because okay. everybody just wants to get on the job. Have you... <laughs> have you seen the size of your nipples? Like, I can't... Dinner place. Dinner place. <laughs> Who's eating? <laughs> Not what we're talking about Sorry. up next. Rocker. Get up with... Tim and Jess. I had to tell a bit of a lie last night. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. It's very unlike you. And to... I'm a really bad liar. Yes. We've learned Can that many... <laughs> I don't often... I would never sign as witness for anything on your behalf, <laughs> but where's a pen? Because I need to sign something now. So I'm sitting there last night uh, with my boyfriend. I've been staying at his place quite a fair bit lately. Yeah. And uh, we've just had dinner, watching some TV, watching some Gordon Ramsay... And Gordon's got a, a guest on the show, Joe Manganiello. That is exactly how you pronounce his name. How do you pronounce his name? No, exactly like that. I shan't <laughs> give you an answer because that's exactly. You know, the, like the name. hot guy from like he's in the Magic, Magic Mike, Mike movies. Yeah. He's in a few stuff. He's a babe. Like he's I, a good looking dude. I was having a sip of my drink and I had to stop just to physically because it just looks so attractive on the Gordon Ramsay show we're watching. Right, unbelievable. And I like stopped mid sentence. I was like, "Oh, he can come to my house for dinner." And then I realized, <laughs> <laughs> just sexually objectifying <laughs> Joe Milagnano. Oh, is that how you say it? He is hot. Google him, Go- Joe Mangalelli. You will understand. <laughs> Margarini. <laughs> And Joe Margarine, yeah. right, <clears throat> was on the screen and my boyfriend turns to me and he's like, what did you say? What did you say? <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh, no. Oh, like he's attractive. Like, yes. don't you think, like, objectively, he is an attractive guy. Mm. And then he said, is he more attractive than I am? <laughs> I mean... Yes. <laughs> he is a babe. <laughs> but I can't say that to Why him. Why not? I can't tell Gregory that he's not as attractive as Joe Mangalenton now, though. Absolutely you can. Really? I, my my partner has said to me, she'd be like, I wish you looked like Chris Pratt. And I'm like, same. <laughs> I wish, so did I. So I do mean, I. So do I. And then I, I said wish to her, my I was, co-host was Chris Pratt. I'll be like, yo, if you could just like ch- hang out with Jessica Chastain from Zero Dark Thirty. <laughs> Dye your hair red, that'd be fantastic. I just said to her, I was like, oh, you know, like, because Joe's got a bit of a grey beard happening at the moment. I'm very, I'm digging it. I'm absolutely Looks like he's dig- dipped his chin in some bleach. Yes. Perfect. And I was like, oh, you know, like, it's the beard thing that's that's really, you know. I think we've all, if you've got a partner, you've got that person. That right. That just like, you go, babe, I love you, but I'd love him more. Right. <laughs> I love Gregory, but if Joe was in the room. Right. Gregory who? <laughs> Is it Greg? Gavin? <laughs> George, Giovanni, get up with Tim and Jess. Let's go. Trending now. Hits on comms.au. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. The Bureau of Meteorology yesterday posted uh, that the southern lights usually only be able to be seen from uh, as far south as Tasmania here in Australia would have been able to be seen right here on the mainland from about Victoria. Some parts in Victoria um, would have copped an Eiffel uh, a little bit earlier this morning, about 3am. That is a unit of measurement. Yes, You're right, an, an Eiffel. Eiffel. Um, and look, Aurora Australis is not often seen 
No, it's not. Uh, unless you live in Antarctica, mm-hmm. uh, down there, the ye old South Pole, you're probably not going to see these beautiful lines. It's quite rare, um, but they tend to happen around March and September. I believe there tonight is probably, if you are heading down that way, tonight is going to be the last opportunity before you've probably missed out. Yeah, last night was probably optimal viewing. You'll probably see, see a little ah, bit of it tonight. Sorry. <laughs> but you have missed it here yeah. in Queensland if it, you don't get to go down there. It's kind of like if you've split the Oreo and you, you've already licked the white bit off sure. and you go... Well, sorry, the best part, you've already done that. But, yeah. look, you can still get the, something. The biscuit's all right. It's a little soggy, but you'll be fine. it's still something. So that's exciting to see, <laughs> especially if you are heading down south for the weekend. If Make you, sure you wake up early and grab it. If you missed it, though, hit.com.au, you can check out some pics for yourself. It is still one of those most spectacular things that's on the bucket list. Absolutely. And it's cheaper than going to Tasmania, and <laughs> you don't have to go to Tasmania. Win. <laughs> Win. <laughs> Trending now is all thanks to Heron Island. You can escape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef right on your doorstep. Get up with Tim and Jess. Tomorrow is going to be a very special day in Rocky. Yes, it is the relay for life for Rocky, and mm. we are so keen. You and I get to be down there, yep. Tim, we before get to do all the a action show kicks off. From 9 till 12, <laughs> you can come down and say good day, and you have so many great reasons to be sticking around. But the big family that is going to be oh. pumping their legs all the way around the track. The Grange family. We've got one of the uh, the Granges on the phone. Let's just say the leader of the family. <laughs> Nell Grange, thanks so much <laughs> for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. No, I'm the mama of this big family. So we've got six daughters all up, Matthew and wow. I. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's a big house. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rice yes. bubbles now. <laughs> yes, yes. Too many, too many. Yeah. <laughs> Now, you're joining the Relay for Life. This isn't your first go around the ring. Can you tell us a little bit about your daughter, Maddie, and how you got involved? When I was um, pregnant with Madeline, we found out she had a medical gastrocesis. So she had multiple pellets born on the outside of her body when she was born. So she spent the first eight weeks of her life in hospital. Wow. And that was extremely traumatic. And I can remember riding in Maddie's baby book goodness it was all over and I'd never have to watch my little girl fight for life again and then 15 months later she was diagnosed with stage five bilateral wounds tumors so she had eight tumors in total on both her kidneys one the size of a grapefruit so she's a little champion she's beat her cancer she's been knocked out 41 times she's had five cycles of chemo um, 12 days of radiation, too many needles to count, <laughs> way too many needles and traumatic days to count, yeah. It shows the Relay for Life. Yes, it's a day to raise awareness and hopefully some funds for the Cancel Cancel Queensland, but it's also showing that this is human beings. This is people in uh, your friends, their families. You might not even know what they're going through and that how hard it can hit families, especially large families like your own now. Like I imagine your family is the biggest supporter of your young daughter, Maddie. Oh, it's tremendous. I've got a big sister coming from the middle of New South Wales Ooh, to come for a special day. Is so, she walking yeah. or is she going to get a get a plane up? <laughs> no, she's doing a, a 16-hour drive. Oh, oh my goodness. goodness. Yeah. Well, no. we, we found out that your team is called Maddie's Fancy Pants Snazzy Socks, and we love it. We're and obsessed. We've been uh, going through our wardrobes collectively, and we've got the snazziest socks and Trying the fanciest find... pants that we can find. <laughs> Very good. I'm loving it. No, I'm I'm hoping to see some really cool socks out there, and yeah, pocket to cancer. Yeah, absolutely. So, how if we can't make it down tomorrow to the Relay for Life? How can we get some f- much needed funds raised? 
Uh, you can visit the Cancer Council's website, uh, the Cancer Council uh, queensland.org.au or you can get on our Facebook and um, just find us, Maddie's Fancy Pants and Snazzy Socks, if you want to just um, donate just to our team or you can come join our team. The more the merrier. I think we've got like over 40 um, people participants in our team. It's going to be a very special day. Lots of family, lots of people doing the Relay for Life. It's going to be at CQ Uni, Oval 3 is where it's all going to be happening. And if you've just frantically been trying to write all of that down, don't <laughs> stress. You can head to Hit CQ, our Facebook page and our Instagram. I'll yep. pop all the details up there. Uh, we're really looking forward to seeing you now and Maddie and the entire family, and we promise you we'll have the schnazziest shocks that you've ever <laughs> so seen snazzy. in your life. <laughs> awesome stuff. I can't wait to go. Like We're, we're all getting pretty excited practising our speeches, <laughs> even, even Maddie and the baby of the family all going to get up and say how cancer's affected them. So, yeah. Fantastic. Well, very really important day. We will see you there Queensland. tomorrow, Nell. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, we'll do. Okay, see you. Nell Grange there, uh, one of the participants in this year's Relay for Life, and we'll say it again. Make sure you do check it out. Oval 3 at CQ Uni kicking off tomorrow, about midday or so. Yeah, we'll be there from 9am, though. Ooh. So if you want to come down and see us, See all the action before yep. it all kicks off. We then... want to get in early. <laughs> you can't stop us. We're two keen beans. <laughs> so we will see you there. It's Tim and Jess for your R&B Fridays on Hit Seek. Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. It goes like this. Good morning. It's Tim and Jess for your R&B Friday here on Hit Seek. As always, thanks to Reef City Kia. They have your back with a standard seven-year warranty, seven-year capped price servicing and seven-year premium roadside assist on all models, baby! I mean, why would you go anywhere else? Reef City Motors has got it all. I would go to Reef City Motors to do my groceries if I could. <laughs> See that? I trust them that much. I know that the produce will be locally sourced. <laughs> I know that the meats will be treated well. They're, they're good people at Reef City. Hey, look, coming up in a couple of days, Game of Thrones, the final episode ever will be hitting our screens. Are you ready? Uh, no. Really? I'm pretty good for it to finish up. Really? It's had its good run. It's nah. like we were chatting the other day. If you if you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yep. I'd be happy if it finished. I just I've I enjoyed want more it. episodes. Like, I feel like they've rushed this season. No, nah, I'd like it. Six episodes. Let's, let's just get through it. Let's finish it. I want to talk about one of the characters up next, um, Cersei Lannister. Now, if you've not caught up, I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. She won't be in the ah! final episode. Hey, not necessary for what you want to talk about. She's done 25 minutes of screen time this whole season. That doesn't mean she could be in the entire season. And she got paid a million dollars an episode. Genius. Fantastic. A lot of work. Uh, sorry, a lot of money for not the most Not a lot of work. work. Yeah, and that's what I want to talk about up next. What's the most amount of money you've got for the least amount of work that you've had to perform? Genius. <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. Let's talk about it up next. Tim and Jess here on Hit CQ for your R and B Friday. Get up with Tim and Jess. Look, I want to talk Game of Thrones. Uh, wrapping up on Monday, the final episode of the now, series ever. No spoilers. You can say what you want to say without sure. saying what you almost said before, okay? One of the show's iconic characters. Been there since season one. Cersei Lannister. Yes, Lena Headley is Lena the name Headley of the Lena Headley is an iconic actress. She's done Cersei an absolute... Great deed over the last few years. Apparently, it's commonly known that she's the best actress or act, the best actor yeah. on the entire show out of all yeah. of them. Very that she makes her character just absolutely her own. Yeah, and look, she's had very big influence over the entire storyline from season one. Yes. We found out someone did the maths. Mm-hmm. 
that she was in a total of 25 minutes for this season so the far. The entire season. The <laughs> entire season she is season in. Season eight. 25 minutes of television. She got paid $1 million, over a $1 million for each episode. Per episode. So she's made $8 million, right? Mm-hmm. In 25 minutes. So that means <laughs> do, do some it's at tip. least, it's about $17 million an hour she's on. Her right. wage. A roundabout. Oh, uh, my Lord. I would happily take, I think I could portray Cersei Lannister very similarly. She made $320,000 a minute. Oh, sorry, an hour. How? A minute. Yeah, I was going to say, it yeah. have to be a minute. Yeah. Three hundred and twenty. Yes, we did the Napoleon test in yesterday. We both only got forty and sixty percent respectively, and it shows. Sue me, okay. <laughs> but don't. I don't know how. I don't have three hundred and twenty thousand dollars a minute. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Okay. I want to hear about the most amount of money you've made for the least amount of work. Great. Now, I've, I always, I casually kind of drop this into the show every now and then, but I used to work on Neighbours. I've never heard this before. Yeah, this is... with Margot Robbie. Sure. No big deal. Um, and it was my part-time job. And the greatest thing about being an extra on Neighbours is they might only use you for 15 minutes. But they got to pay four hours. They have to pay you legally for four hours. That's a lot of... Everywhere does that. Yeah. So... So I used to go on set and occasionally there would be one scene, I would be out of there in 15 minutes and I'd have made 400 bucks. And the best thing is they only see your elbow in the scene. Because right? you're, you're a background artist, as you like to call yourself. Not an extra, because that's a derogatory term. <laughs> 400 bucks for 15 minutes work. That's pretty good. I, that's a sweet dig. Why did I ever leave it? $1,600 an hour rate. I'll tell you why I left it. I got too old to be a school student. That's... <laughs> And they were like, you're not good enough to be Toadie's assistant, so I'm sorry, but we're going to have to send you on. But, yes, I agree that she has been paid a significant amount, Lena Headley, yeah. for not the most amount of work. Good on it. All yeah, she did yeah. in this season was just stand in a window and drink wine. Yeah, a lot of mums do that. So I think she's really embraced the mother character on the Game of Thrones. 13 to 16, what's the most amount of money you've earned? For the least amount of work. Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. Get up with Tim and Jess. We are talking about regarded as the best actor in Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Lena Headley, who plays Cersei. Yeah, and look, even if you're not a Game of Thrones fan, you can respect the fact that she played a character mm-hmm. that basically stood there for 25 minutes. Of an entire season of a television show. And she got paid a million dollars an episode. <laughs> I mean, teach us your ways. Well Lena. done. $320,000 a minute. I mean, it, I know it's a very different scale of pay because uh, I wish I was earning a million dollars every time sure. I did an episode of this show. <laughs> but uh, we work for three hours a day. Yeah. And we get a full time wage. That's true. <laughs> That's true. A lot of the time we, we'll go home after the show. Yeah. 8.59, <laughs> close enough. I'm out of here. Um, and it's, look, it's. It's busy while we're here, mm. but maybe not other times. <laughs> and that's okay. We are the Lena Headley of this radio station. Sure. <laughs> and that's okay because sometimes you earn a significant amount of money when you really didn't put in any work whatsoever. I mean, significant amount of money when you're talking about our wages, not well, yeah. accurate. I, I'm, I felt a bit dumb when I negotiated our contract because I put in a clause. I was like, no matter how long it is, it was, it's like what you were saying before, like yeah. whether it's one hour or four hours, we get paid the same. And then we get booked for 12-hour days and oh. we're getting paid for four hours' work. <laughs> and we're like, oh, God, I've, I need to go back to negotiating school. <laughs> I would not work in hostage situations well. 
<laughs> we're asking on 13 times 16, what's the most amount of money you've made for the least amount of work? Absolutely. Yeah. We haven't heard from him in a while. George from Gracemere has called through on 13, 12, 16. George, what about you, mate? What is the most amount of money you've made for the least amount of work? I do it every day, Tim. I'm a bus driver. <laughs> Georgie, you can't say You're I, I know every other I'm other a bus driver. I drive around. You know, some days it can be hard. You're driving around a lot. But then there'll be other days where you're sitting around for five hours and the dialysis are paying you. Oh, the t- <laughs> <laughs> George, so are you saying that just because you, you turn a wheel and you step on some pedals that it's not a lot of work? No, it's not. All we got to do is clean the bus. But once your bus is clean, like, <laughs> Go have a coffee. Oh, mate, have I a smoker. Is uh, your, do you, I'm assuming a lot of bus drivers, like, they take pride in their bus. Like, look how schmick my bus is, eh? Oh, they do, but I'm a bit lazy. You know, I don't George. Know. <laughs> I hope your boss isn't listening, your bus boss, yeah. uh, because you might be getting in oh, trouble. Mate, well, we're glad you, you're getting what you earn, mate, so thank you very much. No worries, mate. Have a good day. You too, buddy. <laughs> I mean, all sorry right, to all the other bus drivers out there. I think you do hard work. But look, we, we are going to move on because we've got trending now. Now, we're not going to be joined by a Hollywood entertainment reporter, Dean McCarthy. Unfortunately, he's spending the day at Pixar today. So hopefully we'll hear all about that Monday morning. Uh, but I wanted to do a little tribute to Bob Hawke, uh, yes, arguably um, Australia's best prime minister. He unfortunately passed away uh, yesterday afternoon. And we have a Bob Hawke tribute coming up in Trending Now. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. No Dean McCarthy today, unfortunately, but you can catch him on Live from LA this yep. Sunday night from 6pm. Uh, but we thought we'd take this opportunity to pay tribute to arguably Australia's best Prime Minister. Most popular Prime Minister. If you haven't heard the news, unfortunately, Bob Hawke, he did pass away last night. And uh, we'd just like to pay tribute to the man that did a lot in Australia in the 1980s. We have lost a favourite son. Bob Hawke loved Australia, and Australia loved Bob Hawke. Australia's 23rd Prime Minister died peacefully at his Sydney home today, aged 89. He was determined that he was not going to let Australia down. By 1990, no Australian child will be living in poverty. James Lee Hawke was no plastic politician. Any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up today is a bum. <laughs> was not embarrassed to shed tears for a drug-addicted daughter. You don't cease to be uh, a husband. You don't, you don't cease to be a father. Or to weep for the victims of Beijing's Tiananmen Square massacre. Anti-personnel characters, uh, carriers and tanks then ran backwards and forwards. He made us a major player on the global stage. As we globalised, as we as we took advantage of the opportunities that were there for us to compete internationally. Creating the greatest amount of happiness and prosperity and security that you can for your country. That's what, that's what your responsibility is. He genuinely loved Australians, loved Australia. He did set out to change things. He was deadly serious and wanted to achieve things to, for the country. And I remember a, a quote that some spoke up, I think, I'm not about the business of being able for some indefinite period to sit under the banyan tree and scratch myself and say, what a jolly good fellow am I. He wanted to achieve things and he did. Mr Hawke, 
Former PM simply became Hawking. Champion Scholar, champion of the people. And the great man Bobby Hawke nailed it. Said thank you very much, boys. American trade union leader who perhaps had sufficient common sense and intelligence to uh, tone down his larrikinism to some extent and behave in a way that a Prime Minister should if he's going to be a proper representative of his people, but who in the end is essentially uh, a dinky die Australian. Get up with Tim and Jess. Bloke in the UK has been arrested <laughs> for stealing from KFC for an entire year. What, so he's been like jumping back over the counter, getting a Zinger burger, getting nope. out of there? No, he hasn't. He has been walking into random KFC stores all over town. Right. And claiming that he is from head office and he needs to test (laughs) the quality of the chicken. Some of us walk in this world of ours just not knowing if you're ever going to reach full potential. (laughs) This bloke has absolutely used full, fully unlocked his brain. Right. He's just a student. He would walk into the... (laughs) How old is this dude? He's in his 20s? He's in his 27. Pretending to be the CEO of KFC. Walked in with confidence and told staff he was there for quality reassurance checks. Great. And see how the food was being served in the restaurants. Kids, if you're listening, confidence is key in any situation in life. He carried an ID card from head office. (laughs) Printed on a chicken wing. He would dress smart, arrive in a limousine. So he rents out limousines. Yeah. That's a bit much, mate. And then... Nah. Get free chicken. I was now, he on board. Co- I was on board until the limo was in the situation. <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty like. I mean, he got a little bit cocky towards the end because he got caught, and it was, he was doing it for over a year. That's Different a lot of KFC money. stores. They were calling up other stores, being like, Is, "Have you got this guy coming in for quality reassurance? Have you got this children yes. with a business card <laughs> that uh, keeps rocking up and eating all the zinger burgers? Oh yeah, same, same." But it just got me thinking about times where you've faked it to get something, right? Fake it, fake it till you make it. My parents were over in New Zealand a couple of years ago. Um, we bought them a little trip over there for their anniversary. How lovely! And um, they, my dad went into this re- museum sure. with mum, and they walked in. They're like, "Oh, that's weird. There's no." Like, we don't buy tickets. Must be a free museum. Oh. They walked into the exit. When they got to the front of the museum... They're like, uh-oh. They realised they hadn't paid. Cheated the system. Just walked straight back out again. Genius. I think... Um, I believe I have snuck my girlfriend in <laughs> to something by just giving have her... Have you? At a, I can't remember. It was a long, long time ago, like two, three years ago. And I just gave her a clipboard and I was like, look important. <laughs> <laughs> and then we walked in, and uh, yeah, it was fine. It's often you need that extra little, like, little prop yeah. to get you in props, somewhere. Props absolutely make it work <laughs> perfectly. So, look, 13, 12, 16, yeah. fake it till you make it. When did you fake it and get something awesome? Absolutely. Give us a call, 13, 12, 16. Get up with Tim and Jess. There's a bloke over in the UK that I believe should deserves a knighthood, but he's been arrested instead. I mean... If you, I honestly think you should live your life exactly like that. Either be a knight or a criminal. Just go hard regardless. <laughs> he uh, is a 27-year-old student, used to dress in fancy business clothes. Rock up in a limo. Rock up in a limo to different KFC stores and claim that he was from a head office there to test the chicken. He ate KFC free for a year. A year! And Imagine, like, the, the thrill of it. 
that he went for a year going, yep, I'm not going to get caught. In the UK, it's such a small area size, but there's so many KFCs, you could literally just go to a different one every mm-hmm. single day. And they're probably thinking, oh, man, it's really great that our CEO gets out there and comes to the <laughs> store and does all the tastings and blah, blah, blah. He's been arrested, but it got me thinking, when did you fake something yeah. and score something awesome from it? Fake it till you make it. That's absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Simon's called through from Gladstone on 13, 12, 16, listening to 93.5. Simon, what happened uh, when you fade it? Did you make it? I used to go to Sunday sessions with, with friends. And nice. we, we used to have to wait in line for about two or three hours. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we kind of got sick of that. So we decided to go next door to the bottle shop and buy bags of ice put them on our shoulders and walk straight oh in like we... Black bastard. That is so brilliant. Because who's going to stop a guy with ice? Oh, sorry, sir, sorry, on your way. So it's like the theory that if you have a ladder under your arm, you can walk into right? anywhere. It, it got to the point where it was so crazy. We knew them by their first names and they knew our names by our first names and we just got let in without bags of ice after about six months. Simon, what do you do with the bag of ice once you're in the venue? Yeah. I, did you ever think that far? <laughs> We used to just drop it next to the bar, so it looked very oh, so you official. Got them You're not walking out with a bag of water after four drinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Thanks for your call, Simon. Thank you. And the quickest fingers in the biz is also called through. Samson from Kiwana. Samson, fake it till you make it. What'd you get? Uh, mate, I was I was at a nightclub in Perth, and it was a really, really, uh, it was really, really. You know, like pumping joint. There was a line going around the that corner. pumping uh, joint. Yeah, 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 there was a line going around the corner, and uh, the Melbourne Storm were in town, and like uh, oh. we went and watched the trial game. And this was like back in like two thousand and two thousand and one. Security and, uh, wasn't a thing in that back then, mate. No, no, no. Uh, and like, so we went up to the VIP set, uh, to the VIP line, and then and then like I sort of waved at one of the players his name was Marcus by he was a winger for the Melbourne Storms and I sort yeah. of waved at him like hey Marcus and then and then like the security guy looked at us and then looked at him and and like we had our Storms gear on and he was like you guys with them and we were like yeah and then Marcus turned around and waved at us again and he's like oh, okay and then he let us in oh my god did he think <laughs> you played for the Storm yeah <laughs> that's it was about there was about five minutes left, and uh, there was about in five minutes they were sort of like, "Who are these guys?" And yeah. like, because we started talking with some of the storm players, and <laughs> we look like we look yeah. like little fans, like with you know, like with all these big guys. And like, hey, all all, all of a sudden, I, you've scored try of the season, and you're in the highlight reel for Fox Sports. <laughs> Turns out pretty great, yeah. eh? Yeah, no, but then we got a tap on the shoulder, but yeah. we did we we did get in there for a little bit. Mate, you live the moment while you're there. Congra- Exa- exactly. Perfect, Samson. Thank you very much for your call, mate. Thank you. See ya. Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. It goes like this. Good morning. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Yes, it's R&B Fridays. Yes, the show is thanks to Reef City Motors, and they, they're the best place to go if you want to buy a car in the state. Oh, yeah. But... None of that matters. Oh, really? I need to teach a 12-year-old boy a lesson. <laughs> His name is Jude. He's from Boyne, Ireland, yesterday. Sounds like he's done something wrong, but really know. you're the one who made the mistake I, I just don't know if he was being stubborn and he was refusing to learn what I taught him <laughs> or if he just knows too much about Star Wars. If you missed it yesterday, Tim's been doing Tim Talks Like a Tim Talk, but better. Uh, well, actually, we had... no, technically it was worse because it got cancelled. <laughs> we had Ben and his son Jude call up yesterday. They requested a Tim Talk on Star Wars. Right. Tim, <laughs> did you teach Jude no. anything about Star Wars? The, the, the uh, deal was that Jude had to learn one thing that he didn't already know about Star Wars for it to be a success. Mm. Jude said he'd learned nothing. Yes. So 
instead of trying to teach the entire population of central Queensland, all 200,000 people, I am going to shift my focus onto one 12-year-old boy from Boyne Island. You've spent 24 hours working towards redemption. I haven't slept. (laughs) I haven't eaten much besides the pink donut that I've just had. But that's a good breakfast is the most important meal of the day, kids. But mark my words, after 8.30... Jude will learn something new about Star Wars. He says he knows everything. Yeah. But I have been searching deep, (laughs) dark into the Star Wars web. The dark side. Is that that Star Wars? So, all right. Can we just have a quick chat? Yeah, go on. I make the funnies. You do the alpha bucks, you know? Well, you well do let that. me give away $1,000 then. All right. Well, that, that's your role. That's Thanks why I let Soccer you do Thanks to Soccer and Rockhampton. We have got $1,000 cash that we can sling your way if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds with alpha bucks. Get up with Tim and Jess. Uh, I spoke about this a few weeks ago, maybe even a month or so ago on the show, and there's a large community out there that you're probably not aware of, and I'm happy to go for my second ever visit. I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons again. Oh, gosh. Mate, Slow night on Friday then? Well, girlfriend's away. Uh, Timmy's got to play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> so uh, the guy who run it, his name's Kel. He is a genius. He's like properly, they, they're called Dungeon Masters, right? Mm-hmm. And master is not a fair enough word for this bloke. Dungeon genius. Yeah. He's a superstar. <laughs> and I cannot wait to play tonight. Yes, it may go until the early a.m. And it's sad that I don't go out partying with my mates anymore. <laughs> but I stay up to 2 a.m. playing Dungeons and Dragons. Drinking chalky yes. milks? <laughs> but no, I'm not drinking chalky milk, mate. What is wrong with you? You know I don't like milk or chocolate. Okay. But I'm very excited because it lets me have a bit of a creative outlet, which I don't often get to have. You do this show every day. It's really monotonous <laughs> to me, if I'm being honest. But, um, like... If you've never played Dungeons and Dragons before, yeah, I've like, never played. I recommend just doing it once. And now I'm. Don't addicted. you have like weird characters and stuff? You do. And see, I got confused last time because I thought I had to bring my own, like, create a person, do all this. Right. But essentially, all you have to do is come up with a name. They're going to sort of give you, like, all right, you're a swordsman, you're a wizard, you're a muppet, whatever. Yeah. And then you come up with a name, and then like, kind of around about what you look like. Right. So I thought, what a good opportunity on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. What should my character be about? The three-headed warthog. No, no, no. See, this is what I'm talking about. You don't. Cu- uh, we're not coming up with a character, so it's just name right. and kind of what I'm about, you know? So this isn't my character. Central Queensland's character. Okay. All right. Have um, you got any suggestions for a name? Lord Idiot. <laughs> that seemed unnecessary. <laughs> Come on, this is your Master opportunity. Master of stupidity. <laughs> Are you done? Any more you want to get out? I think I'm done for all now. Right, all right. If you would like to help genuinely on 13, 12, 16, feel free. I'm happy to take everything on board. We just need a name. And then from there, we can really build on who our character is. And my objective is to win. I don't know if you can win. I think we did win last time. But individually, I would like to kill my teammates and win. Okay. Is it like poker where you put in money or is it just... I don't know. I don't think so, buddy. Oh, well, they should. You try and... Make see. it worthwhile. <laughs> Fun isn't worthwhile these days. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. Because you'd be surprised. There's a lot of people that play Dungeons and Dragons or D&D as the kids call so it. So Killer of Joy, that's what you should be. <gasps> I don't hate it. <laughs> Get up with Tim and Jess. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. And look, yesterday I was kind of glad that this happened, but Tim Talks was cancelled. Yes. Me trying to teach everybody in central Queensland uh, life lessons, but unfortunately <laughs> I failed. 
And after a 12-year-old boy from Boyne Island, Jude, <laughs> said he learned nothing from my Tim talk. It turns out you don't have any knowledge. You're not an expert on any topic. That's and so shame. we canned Ted, Tim talks. And uh, I thought I had an easy one. It was Star Wars yesterday. Jude knew it all. and Well, Jude is the Star Wars expert. He is an expert. And he knew didn't learn a single thing. And he's on the phone now. Good morning, Jude. Good morning. Jude, were all your friends just as disappointed in Tim uh, oh. as we were? Oh, no, they didn't listen to the radio. <laughs> well, maybe you should hang out with some other people, Jude, but that's not what I'm here to talk about because I've been sitting and I, I, I couldn't sleep last night, mate. All I could think about was teaching you something because clearly you just either, A, you're not willing to learn or B, you know too much. Yep. <laughs> and what I am going to do is I'm not going to try and teach Central Queensland uh, something new. I'm going to just specifically teach you something this morning, something you don't know about Star Wars, okay? Okay. So what... <laughs> We're going to need you to listen up, Jude. Yep. Tim has prepared something for I you yesterday. I have prepared something and look, it might go on and on and on, but <laughs> I promise that you have learnt something new before the end of these next few minutes, okay? Okay. Are you... All right, so what I'm going to need you to do is as soon as you learn something, just... <laughs> Really let us know that you didn't know it, okay? And if not, remain silent. <laughs> All right. Okay. Here we go. Hey, Jude. Did you know... He hates that song. ...that the band in sync was cut out of Attack of the Clones? And that? that's because George Lucas's daughter was a huge fan... Of Justin Timberlake. Hey Jude, did you know Kai Gonjin from The Phantom Menace used the Gillette Razor as his voice communicator? It was the Gillette Ladies Sensor Excel Razor. Hey Jude, did you also know that depending on the movie that Yoda has a different amount of toes? In The Empire Strikes Back, he only has got four toes, but in The Phantom Menace, he's only got three, 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 three!
Your dad's name is Ben, and he tried to cheat and give you give me some information about Star Wars that you might know, but he said you know too much, dude. You're killing me, dude. Thanks for your assistance, Ben. Damn it, Judy! So you didn't know that in uh, some of the movies he had four toes and in some of the other ones he had three. Yeah. yeah. See, so now you're going to have to go watch all the movies again. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> hey, Jude. Uh, <laughs> Jude, I'm glad you learned something today because who knows what the school system's up to these days. Um, it's been fantastic. I finally, Jess, I've told you, I taught some kid one thing. Uh, I'm so proud of you, Timmy. Finally, you've come around. At least someone's learned something this week. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Judy. Thanks, guys. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.